not corrupt. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. I'm Barack Obama. I'm Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Whenever he gets in the fix, he reaches into his bag of tricks. We've got to protect our phony baloney job, gentlemen. We must do something about this immediately. Immediately, immediately. Harumph, 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 harumph. I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Just the governor, harumph, harumph. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. I was trying to explain to somebody a while back uh, the okey-doke. Y'all know the okey-doke? It's like when somebody's trying to bamboozle you, when they're trying to hoodwink you. You... <laughs> so look, I, I just want everybody to be absolutely clear here, okay? I'm trying to hoodwink you. What are you people? On dope? This is Robert from Nostalgic Radiant Cars. Like most of you, I drive a car or a truck. Well, occasionally, I need tires or just a simple plug or patch. Well, my friends down at Just Tires is the place to go when that need arises. Give them a call at 727-585-9271. They have a convenient location right at 1645 Clearwater Larder Road. You can't miss them. So for all your tire needs, cars, trucks, trailers, new used or just a repair, give Just Tires a call. 727-585-9271. Oh, yeah, and be sure and check out their website, JustTires.net. Do you ever feel the need for speed? Well, experience the thrill of indoor karting at Tampa Bay Grand Prix, located at 12350 Automobile Boulevard in Clearwater. Call 727-527-8464. They have state-of-the-art electric carts racing around a quarter-mile road circuit. Bring your family, friends, and teammates for some speed, fun, and competition at Tampa Bay Grand Prix Indoor Karting Facility. Call 727-527-8464. Visit their website at tampabaygp.com.
Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. In a god of a fever, honey, don't you know that I'm Okay, listeners, welcome, welcome. You are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your host, Robert. Hey, run your computers and Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live on the internet. Don't forget to visit our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Check out our podcast for past shows, and scramble to Facebook and like us. Okay, hey, tonight we got a giveaway. We have a giveaway. I have... Tickets to Zephyr Hills Auto Fest, powered by Carlisle. Hey, for all you guys out there, if you didn't know that, um, oh, real quick, call us, 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000. Anybody that calls will get tickets tonight to Zephyr Hills Auto Fest. Now, what I started to say is they are taken over. They have been taken over by the Carlisle bunch up there. So if you've ever been to Carlisle and Hershey, Pennsylvania, that group of people have taken over Zephyr Hills. So it should be a fantastic fantastic up-and-coming event okay they got some serious professionals in here now some real car people so we're looking forward to this so this should be a good event also i have tickets for anybody that calls these are in pairs okay give us a call 727-441-3000 727-441-3000 tickets to festivals of speed at the end of the month that's at the ritzy ritz carlton in orlando okay the festivals of speed event run to your internet and google festivals of speed the phone lines are ringing already we have callers and callers and Tons of callers, okay? So that's, Why aren't you giving away? Uh, we're giving away. We're giving away tickets to the Festival of Speed. And then we're also giving tickets to uh, 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 the Zephyr Hill Auto Fest this weekend. So I just want to let you know I'm an Obama supporter. I never heard of him. Who's that? Is that that squatter dude in the, in, uh, in, uh, in the White Hood up there in uh, Dirty City Town, D.C.? Is that what D.C. stands for? Dirty? Oh, no, City is spelled. I guess that would be D.C. Dirty. Matter of fact, we're going to be playing a song here in a few minutes. It's by Sutherland Brothers. And it's titled Dirty City. Hey, we got that queued up already there, Billy Boy? Billy, how you doing? Yeah. 
Tickets are flying out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Are we back, Billy? We are back. Hey, it's time to introduce our first guest this afternoon, this evening. Well, we're now in the dark since, uh, well, we're in the dark in more ways than one. Okay, no more no more jokes. But at any rate, hey, uh, the gentleman I got coming on right now is responsible for Zephyr Hills Auto Fest, powered by Carlisle. But anyway, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show this evening, Bill Miller. Bill, are you there? I am here. You are here. How are you? I'm pretty good. We haven't had a chance to actually meet in person, which we will tomorrow, because tomorrow I'll be down there. But go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit and tell us who you are and tell us about the great and wonderful things you're going to do for all of us car guys here in the Tampa Bay area, Tampa Bay, Pinellas County area. Okay, I'm actually, uh, my name is uh, Bill Miller, and uh, I am the son of one of the co-founders, one of the two co-founders of uh, Carlisle Events. And uh, we've been in the uh, automotive show business since 1974, where uh, my father, Bill Miller, also, and uh, a good friend of his, but not actually a relation, uh, Chip Miller, started the company. And uh, we've been doing uh, car shows in uh, Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and other uh, states uh, in the country for uh, almost the last uh, 40 years. Wow, that's a long time. That's a real oh, long it, time, I guess. Yeah, it it is, and it, it it's kind of you know it's kind of uh, cool. Over the forty years, we've certainly seen a lot of changes in the in the automotive uh, show business and the automotive industry. Now, I got to tell you, um, the thing about Carlisle and now is Car. Are you guys tied in with Hershey, or is Hershey a separate event? Hershey is actually a uh, separate uh, event. Uh, in fact, it's kind of funny you bring up Hershey. Uh, my father and, and uh, his business partner, they uh, went to Hershey, and Hershey was always um, what they considered at the time pre-war cars. Mm-hmm. So uh, his partner, Chip, actually uh, took a uh, Corvette to Hershey, and they actually got kicked out of the event because the, the uh, car wasn't old enough. So... Through uh, some conversation, that's when they actually ended up starting Carlisle. So it was actually because of Hershey that Carlisle was created. Now, back in those days, Hershey was what? Twice a year, there was a spring and a fall venue, or was it just once a year? There, there was certain there was certain times that they uh, tried to do a uh, spring event. Uh, I don't believe in the seventies. I think that was uh, fairly short lived. And don't hold me to this. Maybe in the eighties. Uh, maybe a little bit into the 90s. Okay, but but uh, Hershey has primarily been a fall event. Okay, and now you guys are a spring and a fall event, correct? Actually, at this point, uh, up until about two years ago, we did uh, 10 events okay. in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, on our uh, own facility, which is uh, now grown to 150 acres. Um, we do 10 events from April to October, which oh. starts with our spring event and ends with our fall event. Okay. And in the last two years, we have also added seven events that are in Auburn, Indiana, Zephyr Hills, Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, and a couple other locations. Now, the events that you had in uh, Carlisle, there's like an all-Ford show, an all-Mopar show, a Chrysler show, or a, a Chevrolet show, Corvette show. Uh, I think you do some foreign car stuff. So you've got a number of various 
um, shows for various marks. Would that be? If I and do I understand that correctly? Uh, true. Okay. Those we actually refer to as uh, specialty shows. Okay. Which you know means they have a special focus. You know whether it's the uh, Corvette show, which is in August. Um, we also do a truck specific. You had mentioned uh, the import. Um, we do a GM, Ford, Chrysler. Those we refer to as specialty shows. Okay. And those shows are a little bit different in the fact that we have show fields. Where spring and fall, we don't actually have a show field. And we have a lot of activities, a lot of things for the entire family. Um, it, it just allows us, because of the size of the shows, it allows us to throw in a lot more events and a lot more entertainment for the entire family. Now, I've never been to Carlisle, but I have been to Hershey for the uh, Shelby event that we had back in, Jesus goes back to 1977. So the big major city in the area is what, Harrisburg, correct? Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? Uh, Harrisburg is the capital. Okay. Uh, that is the uh, largest city. Okay. Yes. And, and then and that is actually pretty centrally located between Carlisle and, and uh, Hershey. Okay. How far apart are they, driving distance-wise? Driving distance from uh, Carlisle to Hershey is probably about uh, 40 minutes. Okay. So Harrisburg, like I said, lies somewhere in the middle. So, I mean, you're relatively close. And the Nice thing that you can always count on and has always been the case since 1974 is uh, Fall Carlisle is always the week before Hershey. Okay. Fall Hershey. Okay. So somebody could stay there the whole week and enjoy everything. Do a little sure. sightseeing and hit, sightseeing. Okay, sightseeing and hit both uh, venues. All right. Now tell us how the whole thing with uh, the acquisition of uh, Zephyr Hills came to a, to uh, fruition. Actually, with uh, Zephyr Hills, it was a uh, very easy uh, transition. We've been friends with the uh, Sierra family for uh, uh, quite a long time. In fact, uh, my father and I used to attend Zephyr Hills even prior to the Sierra family buying the event, which was, I believe, a little over 20 years ago. And uh, we've been friends. We've always shared ideas. We have taken some of their ideas back to Pennsylvania, and they have taken some of our ideas. And, you know, we always just had a good open relationship. And and uh, I guess it started uh, maybe even 10 years ago just in passing conversation. Uh, hey, when are, when are you guys going to come to Florida and, and uh, take over uh, Zephyr Hills? Oh, really? So prob- probably in the last two years it became a serious conversation. And uh, we actually ended up uh, purchasing the event uh, about six months ago. Oh, okay. So now, just to, just for our listeners' uh, information here, go ahead and tell us roughly where it's. I know where it's at, but just tell the listeners where it's located, how much it's going to cost to get in, and tell them about your website real quick. Okay, uh, I'll uh, start with the uh, website. Uh, the website is uh, carlisleevents.com. Events is uh, plural. Um, the uh, show is. Uh, Thursday through Sunday, uh, opens at uh, 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, we do have an auction both uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, the auction runs from uh, mid-morning until it, it should wrap up somewhere around uh, 5, 6 o'clock, both on uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, everything with uh, pricing as far as all the stuff with the auction, uh, admission, camping, um, everything that's related to the event is on the website. I think that pretty much uh, 
How much pretty is much it? sums up everything. Okay. I know, I, I know you were gracious enough to give us a couple tickets, and I think we've already had a couple winners here uh, that won a set or two of tickets, so you've provided us with those. But for the average guy that's out there that didn't win these tickets, how much does it cost to get in? Admission is uh, uh, $8. 8 bucks. That's a bargain for all that stuff, to be able to sit there and see an auction, to see a swap meet, to see a car show, basically. Uh, you have uh, the corral, which is where the private vendors basically sell their own cars and stuff, so it's a lot of fun. Plus all the good carny food that they have there at uh, Zephyr Hill. Which is <laughs> all- you know, I was actually going to say that. It's funny you were going through all the stuff, and uh, lots of times in these situations people forget about the food. Mm-hmm. But um, we have amazing local food in Carlisle. And uh, there's also the exact same thing down here at Zephyr Hills. There's a lot of, um, you know, local type food and and a lot of regular just carny food, like you said too. Well, it's and, inter- uh, it, it's funny how many people come just for the food that aren't even car people. Well, the, the oddly enough, the pizza for some reason is real cheesy, real saucy, and real tasty, and it's just really good. So I love the pizza that's over there. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, I look forward to uh, meeting you uh, tomorrow. Okay. Maybe we'll uh, do whatever, a slice of cheesy pizza. Okay. Well, Bill, I want to thank you for coming on the show here, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow, and I'm going to tell everybody and everybody about Zephyr Hills, okay? So uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow, and uh, everybody check out Zephyr Hills this weekend. It's Thursday, actually Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all day, every day. So bring your car enthusiast bodies over there and have fun. All right, so hey, we're back. Now, hey, for all you guys that just tuned in, uh, if you tuned in last week, I wasn't here. You know why? Because I was about uh, 2,500 miles away. I was in Las Juegas, man. And uh, I was held at the SEMA event. You've heard me a number of times talk about a number of events that I participate in, the big ones, like uh, Bear Jackson, which will be, or the Scottsdale event, which will be in January. We got Amelia Island, which is in March. We've got Monterey, which is in August. And then, of course, we have SEMA, which is in November. Now, the end of the month here, we have a number of events going on. Matter of fact, this weekend, we got a ton of stuff going on. We've got uh, Festivals of Speed, which will be at the end of the month at the Ritz-Carlton. You heard me mention that. We've got PRI, which will be at the Orlando Convention Center. That's also at the end of the month. This weekend, on Sunday, we have Bug Jam for all you VW guys and Porsche guys like me. Sunday, we have the St. Pete Yacht Club Motor Classics. As a matter of fact, we'll have a guest on here in a little bit talking about that. We also have the Winter Park Concourse coming on. That's also on Sunday. Okay. We also, for you high riders and you Shelby guys and you vintage racer guys this weekend on Friday and Saturday over at Daytona is the vintage races at HSR so you can kill two birds with one stone you can go to the vintage races on Saturday and go to the Winter Park Concourse on Sunday obviously Zephyr Hills we just talked about that Uh, if you guys want to take a real long trip for about 10 hours you can run down to Key West because they have the Key West World Championship Superboat Offshore Boat Races okay that's going on so there's a lot of stuff going on I mean really 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 busy this weekend Wondering why it's 
Okay, we're back, and you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And uh, I was talking about Las Vegas a few minutes ago, and I was talking about the rundown of some of the lists. But uh, the reason I played that song here, which was by Tito and the Tarantula, is because it was Halloween last Wednesday, and I just happened to be hanging out in Vegas. And I'll tell you what I did. There's a place over there called, actually, it's kind of a, let's call it a nightclub. It's called Vamps. And uh, guess who the nightclub turned out to belong to? It actually turned out to be, if you guys ever watched the TV show on History Channel, Counting Cars, it belonged to uh, Danny Coker, okay, uh, of Counts Custom Cars. Well, anyway, lo and behold, I walk in there, and guess what? He's on stage singing, and they are hammering down some serious music. I mean, they're playing some Led Zeppelin. They're playing some Doors. They're playing uh, Foghat. They're playing, I mean, he's really into the music. The band was outstanding. The acoustics were outstanding. I mean, it was really, really, really cool. So I just played that song because it was kind of a, you know, a little vampire-ish kind of movie. And I was at Vamp last week and i had the opportunity to meet danny and guess what we were backstage and i think i got him talked into coming on the show in a couple weeks i'll let you guys know when that takes place and that should be a good show because danny's a pretty cool dude anyway all right let's get back to the rundown that we had here on those shows now you heard me talk about the uh, show in st petersburg the st pete yacht club motoring classics and with me this evening i have the promoter of that event and it's bill waters bill are you there i am robert good evening how are you doing fine thanks for taking some time to come out and uh, yak with us here a little bit so tell us about your exciting event this weekend well, this is our 10th anniversary, uh, and uh, we ho- have a, just the most beautiful venue. It's, uh, it's part of the park that's adjacent to the St. Pete Yacht Club, right down on the waterfront. So the, uh, the event is held in the park, on the lawn, under the trees. There'll be a nice breeze blowing. Uh, it's right on the waterfront. And we will bring in about uh, 300, maybe a little more, 300 or so uh, vehicles. Uh, that includes um, uh, cars, boats, and motorcycles from 1979 and older. And uh, so, and, and during that event, we have a few vendors out there. Uh, we also have uh, the St. Pete Yacht Club puts out a very nice uh, uh, luncheon menu out there. For like 10 bucks, you get a drink and a sandwich and cookie and potato chips or something like that. So it's open to the public. And uh, it's a really gorgeous uh, venue, and it, it really makes uh, makes me look pretty good. <laughs> now, uh, this is an open event. This is a free event, correct? Uh, to register your car, if pre-registration is $25, and then day of show is $35. Uh, it's free event for uh, the spectators. Okay. Uh, and we uh, we will see around 5,000 people on that park on that Sunday. It's held the same weekend as Ribfest, so we get a lot of traffic from Ribfest. And for those folks that register their vehicles, they get a free commemorative T-shirt and a dash plaque as well. Uh, you add that to the fact that they uh, that we give out quite a few trophies, and um, it's it's a pretty fun pretty fun event. What are going to be some of the classes of cars that uh, people could expect to see there? Um, we have hot rods and customs. Okay. But then the, every, all the rest are divided into uh, different years. Uh, so we have uh, categories from uh, that include boats, motorcycles, and then two-passenger and four-passenger vehicles, um, and, and, and all the way from, well, our oldest boat is, uh, last year was an 1879. It was a canoe. And uh, he'll be back again, but we have a lot of British cars. We have post-wars cars. We have antiques. Uh, we have all the different classes. Uh, about anything would work in there. 
when you um, set the uh, the classes up, do you how do you determine and how do you limit how many cars are going to be in each class? Uh, we actually make we've got room for 500 cars. Okay. So we don't have to uh, have a limit. Uh, we get an idea of how many people are going to come by the pre-registrations. Uh, that usually gets us about 80% of what we're going to have anyways. And so based on how many pre-registrations, all the cars in different categories, we go ahead and, uh, and, and set them in their own category. And then after that, anybody uh, that comes later, we, uh, we, can, we have room to put them in. Every once in a while we get surprised, but uh, uh, so far we've been able to fit them in nicely. Okay, so somebody could actually show up the day of the event and still get their car in the car show. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah, we'll have 50 or 60 people show up right that day of the show. Uh, 8 o'clock in the morning, they start showing up. Actually, we get some of the old, some of the older folks that are down there at 6 o'clock in the morning waiting for us to <laughs> get, get going. Okay. So it's a very cool thing. Um, now, so, for example, like if you, if you bring your car in and you show your car, now, is this basically like concourse judging? Is it popularity judging? I mean, how, do they, how does the judging broke down? No, as a matter of fact, this, uh, we used to do people's choice, and this is just a version of people's choice. Most people uh, don't understand that people's choice uh, is everybody that registers a car usually gets a ballot and then has to go to all the different categories and pick their top three cars. Well, we've got about 30 different categories, uh, and so if everybody, all 300 people get, go to judge 30 categories, pick their top three, we had to do from about 11 o'clock in the morning until 2.30 in the afternoon, we had to do over 6,000 tabulations to determine the winners. Jeez. So we had to figure some way of cutting that back. And what we did is we broke down uh, some volunteer committee people. And as this is a clean and shine with emphasis on originality, these people are trained to go out and, you know, pretty much look at the cars and kind of have a sense of what's the most original. And then basically, do you like it? Because that's not that's about the way it was done with uh, People's Choice. Uh, the only difference is, is they go judge a category, they fill in their favorite car, and then they go right down the list uh, and, and, uh, and, and see after that. So it's really just a version of People's Choice when you get right down to it, except they have been trained what to, to look for. Okay. So in, in total, how many awards would you say you would be handing out? Oh, over 90. 90 awards? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. That's good. Now, how many how many vintage motorcycles show up? That's a bit of a surprise. We uh, this year, I think we were going to have about fifteen to twenty, which is quite a few. Um, but it's pushed up there when you have one person, for example, that he has a uh, collection of Hondas, and he's bringing six or seven or eight Hondas, uh, and uh, so he's coming with those. That'll be very cool. Now, would you say that your show? has basically increased in size over the years uh, dramatically? A couple of us guys sat around the lounge in the Yacht Club 10 years ago and said, gee, we got some old cars, we like our old cars, why don't we do something to show them? And we had 35 cars our first show. Second show, we had closer to 40. And then after that, it just started to grow uh, immensely. And so every year it seems to get bigger uh, each, each year. The, so. what, what's the newest car that could be displayed there? 1979. 1979, okay. That's the newest. That's the newest. How do you determine uh, the cutoff? Um, there's a group of guys uh, that kind of figure that after 1979, they didn't make anything that was worth showing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a dangerous I statement, I know, but that's, uh, uh, you know, the real 
you know, what we're really trying to do is get, you know, the older the better. You know, they're, they're the most interesting to look at and, mm-hmm. and so forth. They, they, they had early designs that were very cool. And after about 1980, many of them started to modulate into, you know, regular right. regular cars don't look that much different than today. So that's, that's how we determined. I know a lot of folks say, well, I got a 1980 whatever, and I guess I'll have to wait till next year to bring my car as you move up the years. And my answer to that is actually we're more likely to go from 79 to push it down to 75 someday if we ever run out of space on the field and I got to get space. Gotcha. Uh, so that's it. Is we're, we're really looking for the vintage vehicles, okay. inclu- including boats. Okay. What would you say is the most unique car that's going to be there this week? Well, you know, uh, Tampa Bay Auto Museum has a variety. Uh, they haven't told me what they're bringing yet this year, but they have a variety of uh, European cars that, you know, they always they always look they're always so different. Uh, a lot of French cars and and so forth, and they're they're very different. Uh, and then, of course, when you see some of these big old thirty four Cadillacs with eight or nine headlights on it, and then the, and the uh, car stretches two or three blocks, and then they're gorgeous. Um, they're very interesting to look at, and we have them uh, all the way down to Model Ts that are very simple. Many of them have been restored. Um, we've got a Porsche that was registered today that was a 10-year restoration of 911. It's just just gorgeous. Okay. Uh, and then you know, while we are looking at those cars, right next to them is the boats. And I know that this is an auto show, but um, the boats, some of them are just you just bring back memories. Those wooden boats, yeah, well, yeah, wooden. And uh, many of those, you know, that were built in the '50s were aluminum. A lot of aluminum uh, with fins on them and things. Very, very cool. So besides the Delahays, the Delages, the V16 Cadillacs, and uh, Porsches, and now what do you you have a car too? What what are you bringing? I do. I have a '67 uh, Corvette uh, Coupe. Coupe, Three, okay. Yeah, 327 four-speed. 300 horse car. Yeah, that's what the outside looks like. That's we what... we didn't change anything on the outside. It's got a few more uh, horsepower in it, but not not much. It's you know we 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 tried to keep this one uh, as original as possible. So it's a it's a black black interior, side pipes, um, all the extras uh, that were available at that time, including uh, shoulder harness and uh, headrests. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's good. Yeah, everything. Whoever bought the car uh, bought it. Um, with everything except upgrading the motor and kept the uh, and did not buy the knockoff wheels. You could get the rally wheels and the base engine. Other than that, he, everything looks like everything was checked off on the box. And I bought it from a guy who owned it uh, one week shy of thirty years. Oh wow! Well, sixty-seven is the most desirable of the mid years. You know, when you're talking sixty-three to sixty-seven Corvettes. So um, that's that pretty. That's a pretty. That's pretty cool. Some car. In fact, if I was going to get a Corvette, if I could afford a mid-year. It would be a 67 or a 63, and 63 is probably way up there now, and a 67 is probably a little bit more affordable, and I think it's a really good-looking car. Yeah, very nice. And we do have a, quite a number of Corvettes that have been registered um, this year as well, and we know a couple of them that are coming. We have a couple of Camaros and Corvettes that have been, um, you know, frame off. So they're very interesting, and you just never know what you're going to see. Wow. Now, Bill, what about as far as the motorcycles, for example, could uh, someone bring uh, vintage dirt bikes there if they wanted to? Yes. Okay, so vintage dirt bikes, street bikes, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. Right. 
anything 1979 and older, uh, and if it's uh, basically original, it goes in one category. But we do have a provision for those that have, been, you know, maybe custom. So somebody might show up with a, as they did several years ago, with a 46 uh, Harley that was uh, long you know, chopper style from way back, and it was very different. Um, we had a, uh, a uh, an Indian, a guy with an Indian uh, show up that was uh, had all the fringe around it, which many people don't even remember that. And it was a, had a sidecar and fringe. He trailers it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that was very, uh, very unique. So the original unrestored survivor class is definitely kind of growing among car shows now. Would that be a fair statement? It is, as well as the resto mods. You know, we've got a guy coming in with a Corvette that loves the look of the uh, 60, the mid-years. The C's is a 67 body, but everything under the under there has, uh, you know, gone to EFI, uh, new suspension, power steering, you know, all the new stuff underneath. But he likes the looks, the drive, the feel of the old car. And that's getting kind of typical. Some of these people are, in fact, I have also a... Um, uh, a Chevelle coming in that's, um, again, it was all, it's all modern under the sheet metal, but uh, you'd think it's a regular, you know, uh, Chevelle uh, uh, Super Sport. Okay. Now, Bill, if the people want to find out about the website between now and Sunday, uh, what's the name of the website and how do they contact you guys? It's www.spyc, that's St. dot org forward slash classic okay and then there's got photos from previous years so if you want to see what uh, cars we've had in the past uh you know we got that we got a history on the show um and then how i started it and what we got going and uh we also have a charity there by the way which is spca this year okay and uh, we were very pleased last year. We raised uh, some good money for them. They raised some money. I think they raised about $2,500, but they um, adopted out four dogs out of, right out of the show. Well, that's super. I thought that was kind of the, you know, that made my day. How many sponsors are going to be there, and who are some of the sponsors? We only have 10, uh, we only have 10 sponsors, uh, and so we have uh, Dimmit is coming down with their uh, Rolls-Royce and some of the other... Uh, McLarens uh, and stuff. And McLarens are coming down with those. Rovers. Uh, we have a great uh, sponsor from Tampa, Reeves, Drive okay. Reeves. They're coming in with Maserati. Okay. We have a women's uh, clothing um, sponsor. They make uh, women's dresses and so forth. They're coming in. Uh, we have another company that's come out of uh, Tampa, SLS. They make uh, auto um, restoration parts and supply uh, nationwide. And then we have uh, Realistic Automotive. Okay. Restoration uh, of St. Pete. And, yeah, in St. Pete. And, boy, I don't know if you've ever had them on or know about them, but they do a fabulous job of uh, restoring cars, all ages. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, they used to be one of my customers back in the day, Jenna and her husband. Back yep. when they... Well, anyway, okay, well, we're just about out of time for this, but everybody run to St. Pete on Sunday because it's close and it's great. It's right there on the bayfront. And uh, check out uh, Bill Waters' uh, Motorsport Classic. Okay, Bill, I want to thank you for coming on the show. And thank you, Robert. All right, we'll look forward to seeing you Sunday. Bye now. Okay, everybody stay tuned. We're going to take a break, play a song 10 years after. the 
Well, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. You know, right now, I wish I had one of those little Jetson mobiles because oh, yeah? that song we just played by 10 years after, uh, what's the name of that song again, real quick? Wish, I'd love to change the world. Yeah, well, the white, the, the, the dude in the, in, the, in the hood up there who's going to screw everything up for us for the next four years, uh, that's his intention is to change the world. You know, he wants to I be thought, king. Well, I thought, this car's, I thought this show's about cars. It is, but every once in a while, I slide one in. I can't resist right. because uh, I'm not sure how to how to how to respond. I don't know. I'm I'm confused. Man, we saw we saw a, we saw a pimp daddy car today. What'd you see? Oh, that big Rolls Royce was out there. Yeah, we saw that today. That was a serious car. As a matter of fact, that particular car happens belong to our guest that's with us tonight. Well, I want to welcome Ben Mel. Hey, Ben, how you doing? Welcome to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Fine, thanks for having me. <laughs> see, you have an audience, a live audience. See. <laughs> So tell us exactly what you do to, uh, well, I mean, give us a little background history, and then tell us about your little toy, your hobby, your hobby business. Well, since it's car night, okay, it is car, car show, right? Yes, car show, okay. whatever you want. Um, Anything with wheels. We'll start with the cars. Start with the cars. We make a pool table that resembles a 1965 Mustang. It's called Mustang Pool Table. Mm-hmm. You can go online and see it at www.mustangpooltable.com. And uh, it's a really cool item, and uh, I think everybody should own one. So how do they buy one of these things? They have to go to your website, contact you, and then will you custom build these uh, pool tables, right? Uh, kind of? No, we don't custom build them right now. We got, we got a license from Ford just to, to do the uh, Mustang right now. We also do the 59 Vet. Okay. Uh, they're authentic. We do, we do the um, Shelby also uh, before, uh, before he passed away. Uh, <coughs> He signed about 100 uh, Shelbys. Did he? We do the uh, Shelby version of the pool table. And um, it's a really cool item. I mean, if you like cars and you like to shoot pool and uh, you got a game room, it's the ultimate uh, toy toy to have. It was on uh, several television shows, and um, it's just a real cool thing to have. So it's a regulation-sized pool table, and basically it's kind of like surrounded. It's shrouded by a 65 Mustang slash Shelby. And by, by custom building, what oh. I meant was, if I wanted a red one, blue one, green one... Yeah, you can, you can do any color you want in the panels, in, in the uh, body panels. <coughs> we can do the felt any color you want. Uh, we do make the traditional Shelby version also, mm-hmm. with the wood grain. And um, everything's done right here in uh, Largo and Pinellas Park locally. Okay. Um, and it's a really good table, too. It's got a uh, really good slate. It's a regulation table. 
and um, they're put together by hand, assembled right in your home. Oh, really? So they come. And we ship them all over the world. Ship them all over the world. All over the world. We have them. We just uh, we had them, and we'll be at the uh, festivals of speed coming up. Okay. And, uh, and we the... normally hit the festival of speed show. We uh, used to run and hit the car auctions, but um, now we're pretty much just selling them. Uh, you'll see them in the Dupont Registry and okay. uh, places so like that. What's the average price of one? Ten grand. Ten grand. Is that is it like one price fits all, or is there an entry level price? Ten grand is pretty much the entry level price. Uh, okay, that'll give you the the basic uh, Ford Mustang, and um, if you want any color you want, if you want to move up to a Shelby, uh, might be another grand. If you want the '59 Bet, then you're talking about probably pushing fifteen. Oh, really? That much? Yeah, because of all the extra chrome in the front. <coughs> all all the tables have real chrome, real lights. Everything is rear wheels on them. Everything is real. Oh, okay. Um, the only thing we basically did was we shrunk the body down and uh, made it out of fiberglass. Mm-hmm. And because, of course, the car is too long. Um, so so now where on the car? Like, you know, when the cue balls come out, where do they come out? Do they come out of the grill? Do they come out of the exhaust pipe? You have to no. go raise the trunk. How do I find them? <laughs> no, they're just right there in the pockets. It's just like right a regular th- table. Oh, it's like more like a snooker table then. Well, yeah, it's a regular table, but okay. the ball stays in the pocket. Okay. All right, so what got you into that? I mean, how'd that all come about? Um, <clears throat> I have a real one that was done out of a Mustang. Oh, okay. You know, but it's 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 a little too long to really be a pool table, so we said, hey, it's, it's really cool, but let's see if we can shrink it down and make it look right around the table. So, you know, there's other types of all kinds of car nostalgia out there. I, you know, like the couches you'll see all mm-hmm. the time and desks and... We figured, hey, a pool table would be really cool, and um, the lights work and everything, so you can, you know, when people come in your game room and they see what, what looks like a car, but really yeah. a pool table there, uh-huh. it kind of shocks most people. That's cool. Now, uh, do you, any plans to do any other cars? No, right now we're going to focus on the Mustang, and we're seeing if there's a market for the uh, 59 Corvette. Okay. Um, but right now we're just going to stick with the Mustang mainly. Okay. Well, now you yourself are also a car collector. Tell us a little bit about your car collection. <clears throat> uh, I've uh, owned several cars. I uh, recently sold the uh, the real Batmobile from uh, Batman in 1989, 92, Batman and Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. We sold that to uh, Jeff Dunham, the uh, ventriloquist. Oh, okay. Uh, and then he... He's the one that's got Ahmed, his... He's got all the puppets sitting next to him, and they're riding around Hollywood somewhere because the first thing he did was run out and make it street legal. Oh, really? He had to get special permission. We had to get special permission from Warner Brothers and DC Comics uh, to do that because there was a lot of restrictions on a car like that. Okay. It draws a lot of attention, and um, they don't want you doing certain things with that car you shouldn't be doing that Batman wouldn't approve of. Oh, okay. So uh, Jeff uh, got permission, and uh, he turned it into a street a car you can drive down the street every day now. Makes perfectly good sense. So, I'm sure him and Ahmed are having a good time. <laughs> it should be in Detroit, right? But Michael Keaton got to ride around with Kim Bassinger in it when he used it. So. Well, yeah, it makes perfectly good sense. I'd go with uh, Kim over the puppets. Absolutely. She'd be on my right side, too. Now, what about the, uh, you had another very interesting car that belonged to another celebrity. Tell us about that car. <clears throat> we currently have the uh, Bob Hope Special. It just came back from uh, Pebble Beach. Uh, they requested it to be there on display. So we shipped it down there, and uh, we just got it back. It's, uh, it was uh, first developed in 1948 by the Templeton Brothers, and uh, it was supposed to be pretty much cutting edge. 
at the time, and uh, it was at the World's Fair, I believe, in 1951, and people actually uh, waited online and paid money to see it. But the car resembles uh, Bob Hope. It's got a real big, long nose like Bob Hope, and um, he drove it around Hollywood for many years, and then his family uh, eventually sold the car, and uh, I was able to pick it up at the West Palm Beach uh, auction uh, about a couple of years ago. Okay. So we, I have other cars. I have, you know, those are pretty much the two highlights. Okay. Then you have some muscle cars. Yeah, and some... we've gone. I've gone through the Hemi's, and the uh, I got a '57 Chevy that we took down to the bare frame. I used uh, just a bunch of local guys around here to help me uh, customize a '57 Chevy convertible. <clears throat> and uh, you know, on the rolls, we just drive around every day because uh, you know. That's a that's a that's a. I, I go to Home Depot in it. I put two by fours. People look at me like I'm crazy. I'll stick two by fours and hang out the sun stuff hanging out the window, and you know, okay. or if I got an apartment for rent, I'll stick apartment for rent on a sign on the back <laughs> of it. And, uh, I don't care. I mean, you know, I enjoy the car, and, and uh, if you're going to own something, you should use it. You know? Absolutely. Well, you could make you could hack off the back of it, and have somebody customize and make a ranchero out of it. There you go. See, I think be... they, a couple of people did a Cadillacs. I tried to give a maintenance guy once a hearse. He wouldn't take it. He uses a maintenance vehicle. Oh, really? Yeah, he didn't care for that. It probably gave him the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Well, now you know there's a company. Well, in England, maybe I should have took the coffin out. Should, at that, you know, but I thought it'd be a good place to put the tools. Absolutely, you, know, you stick the tools in a coffin. You need to fix something. You open up the coffin. You pull the paint out, the the brushes, and you go to work. Well, yeah, uh, you can use his eye sockets and to stick the screwdrivers in, and you can stick the hammer and nail and and the, you know the square yeah. and all that stuff. You just lodge it between the ribs, and that way it wouldn't be slopping around in there. <laughs> but anyway, you know, in England, if they had a Rolls Royce or an Aston Martin or anything like that that was a station wagon, they refer to it as a shooting break. That was the term that they used. So you could always make a shooting break out of it. Now, you're also into real estate, and you actually own the complex down there on Clearwater Beach. And one of your tenants is a fairly well-known guy. Tell us about your tenant. Oh, the shopping center. We uh, we just finished uh, fixing up the uh, Pelican shops mm -hmm. down at uh, 483 Mandalay. Mm -hmm. It's uh, right across from the new hotel, the Sand Pearl, down right. in North Beach. Uh, we just, uh, it was a grand opening last week for Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. He opened up a beach shop there. We fixed up a place for him and, um, he moved on in with all this stuff and, um, you know, we're trying to get a lot of more tourism over there and I think, uh, he made a real nice addition to the, uh, retail over there. Okay. And of course that's the same complex that has the Brown Boxer restaurant, Brown Boxer, which is pretty good. We got sushi, we got everything. Uh, we even got, uh, Interbest Bank in there. Oh yeah. Um, and then, of course, upstairs, I think you got, got a gym, the gym up there. Yeah, all the wrestlers like to go to the gym mm -hmm. and um, the Jolly Trolley. It's, mm -hmm. it's a really great shopping center there. And a uh, cigar bar there now, it's really cool. We can sit outside and drink and smoke cigars and enjoy the Scenery. beautiful Florida weather. Okay, that's cool. Now, you also have a place down on Almerton Road, and you and I were talking about that earlier, about maybe doing some sort of a car show down there. So tell us about that venue. Well, I think the car show, we need more room. We need more room? I think you got too many friends. we got to go to Tampa or maybe go across 60 to the uh, Best Western Bay Harbor that okay. we have over there. Okay. we got a really big parking lot there right on the water uh, across 60. Um, people, a lot of people see Krabby Bills is in there. Okay. We, we have a Krabby Bills in the hotel there. So that would be a good place for car show. The place on Omerton we just opened is... Uh, it's called the Executive Inn Hotel. Well, mm -hmm. Executive Hotel, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, that we just uh, rehabbed and fixed up, trying to, you know, give people that do a lot of business in the Feather Sound area an alternative hotel that's going to cater their business needs. 
<coughs> and there's a really great restaurant called the uh, Kingfish Grill Tap House right, okay. right there at the same location. Uh, we just won the uh, Taste of Clearwater Award a couple of weeks ago oh, really? at Ruth Eckert Hall. Um, so uh, the food there is over the top. It's very reasonable price, casual dining. Um, I don't think, uh, you know, to me, I'd say it's definitely the finest food we have around here. There's a lot of good food we have around here, but if it wasn't a contest, uh, I guess that'll speak for itself. Absolutely. So what's the price point of the food that's there? Uh, you can go there. You can get uh, the ultimate fish sandwich uh, for $6.90. Uh, it'll, knock you, it'll knock you out. You, mm-hmm. I couldn't finish it, and I'm twice your size. <laughs> um, you know, all the way up to, you know, the guy that's running it is out of New York. He's a culinary chef. He worked at all the biggest places. He, he started the venue, which a lot of people are familiar with, uh, Chef Rob. And uh, he's got all types of uh, over-the-top seafood, steaks, whatever you like, appetizers, mm-hmm. and he's always creating something new. Okay. So it's a casual place, you can neighborhood place. You can just come in and relax and, and enjoy good food and a relaxed atmosphere, or you can stay at the hotel and order room service, and uh, we'll serve you drinks at the pool, or uh, you can sit in a hot tub and we'll bring you martinis out there, or what do you guys drink? Uh, Me? Coke? Yeah. Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola. With a little bourbon in it, splash of bourbon, bourbon and coke. Bourbon and coke. <laughs> so, That's my uh, drink. We might dig up some wild turkey for you. You okay. look like a wild turkey guy. Yeah, that or a little jack. Or yeah. at least that's what somebody called you earlier. That might have been it, yeah. Oh, okay. Whatchamacallit's coming on here. It's Thanksgiving. Hey, Billy, what's going on? It sounds like an echo chamber in here. Well, I told him to keep it down here. Ben, ben, Ben's going to help you get Hulk Hogan on, right? I believe so, right? Well, it's a good possibility. I mean, he's uh, he, I, I, Hulk said he was coming on, but then, of course, you know, the stuff, the yeah. tab boys got a hold of him and kind of screwed so, that up. So, somebody in here thinks it can't happen, right? and I told him it can happen to Ben. Um, I'm not going to promise, but I will do my best. Actually, when I was out in Vegas, you know the TV show, American Restorations, there's Ron and Rick. Let me see. I don't know. And, um, uh, yeah, you never know. But at any rate, well, yo, that was. Hey, brother, why are you calling me brother? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you calling me brother? (laughs) Hulk's really a nice guy. No, I know. I met him. Hey, you know. He, he's paid his dues. I can tell oh, you that. You know, 40 years of doing what he's doing and still walking around, that's a miracle in itself. Oh, absolutely. And then trying to raise family and all. It's, uh, you, until you walk in somebody's shoes, you really can't judge them. That's know? exactly right. So, um, And he's a household name. He's done a very good job. Yeah, he's known all over the world. I think we're lucky to have him here. And uh, if we could just keep uh, guys, uh, whatever, well, we want to mention names. Yeah, we want to mention it. The <laughs> other radio guys, uh, stay out of here. Maybe we'll yeah, we get him over here. We can do that. We can do that. Um, and you can tell. Hey, you can tell him you've been on the show, so you should see what it's like. I mean, it's cool. It's casual. You know, I don't do any calling, so he doesn't have to worry about anything. And just be himself. It's cool. Well, uh, until got, Artie Fletcher gets a hold, be sure to tune into the Artie Fletcher show if you want to hear something funny. A really funny guy from what's that? What's that state called? It's where those other. Anyway, New Jersey. That's it. Yeah. Hey, well, you're from New York, right? How did uh, New Jersey? Born and raised in New York. Okay. How did New Jersey and New York guys get along? We don't. You don't? Okay. <laughs> in fact, Artie. they need permission to come to New York. Okay. Artie, but they sneak through the tunnels somehow. It's like deep. rats. They sneak into the tunnels. Artie, you want to comment on that? <laughs> He's sitting there. Anyway, all right, well, we're just about out of time. We got, what, two minutes left there? Billy, are you paying attention? One minute left. www.mustangpooltable.com. Okay, what about any other website? Uh, you can also call 727-641-1614. And uh, if you buy a pool table between now and New Year's, we'll give all WTAN listeners $1,000 off. 
Whoa, what a deal. Now, Ben, I forgot to tell you, you get your son with you. Now, he can't hear us, but he's sitting there. So, hi, Junior. What's your name again? Aaron. Aaron. So, we have uh, Benjamin's son here, Aaron. He's sitting here nice and quiet, well-behaved. He's got a set of uh, earmuffs or earphones tacked to his head. So, you listen to the show, okay? You having fun? What do you think of your daddy? <laughs> anyway, hey, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Nostalgia. Hey, wait a minute. Tell him. I wanted to vote for Romney. Who would you want to vote for? Go ahead. Speak to Mike. I want to vote for Obama. Ah! Oh, no! Oh, How do you like no. the kid now? Oh, anyway, <laughs> hey, tune in to the Sound Video Cars next week. Same time, same bad station. Drive carefully, stay safe, and love your family. Don't forget the car shows this weekend. Zephyr Hills, Winter Park, St. Pete Yacht Club, Bug Jam, Daytona Vintage Races. KKK meeting. KKK meeting? You're not supposed to tell anybody about that. <laughs> anyway, that's our next... That's at the end of the, that's new. That's our New Year's show. Anyway, hey, next week we might have Jack Roush, Roush Motorsports. Okay, in two weeks, Danny Coker from Counting Cars, Counts Customs. See you guys.